We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Back to more John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show. Live in the Kia Studios. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. Chuck Rose gets first request. It is Ben E. King's birthday today. So I know the easy go-to would have been to do Stand By Me, which, believe it or not, Dylan sort of knew, and he sort of sang it correctly. I sang it the correct way. Stand by me. When you're not strong, and I'll be your friend. All right, that's a little closer. You're getting there now. So, um, but anyway, um, and you're singing like the, uh, the, the, like, uh, who, who, who did the, uh, oh God, who redid, oh man, who redid the Stand By Me? Because they, they took it to number one. Who was the name of that group? Oh, it's going to Tick me off now. There was a group in the 1980s that covered it, and they did sort of that version that you're talking about. When you listen to the version, when you listen to the version that um, Benny King does, you'll see that it sounds different than the version that. Oh my God, who is the people that did this? Oh gosh, now it's gonna bother me here. I gotta look this up. See, see what you did to me now, Dylan. See how you see Hello. how. You, a little singing from Dylan drives you a little star crazy. Yep, and I'm trying <laughs> to remember. Um, oh, gosh, 60s, 70s, 80s. Somebody who did it in the 80s. Uh, uh, trying to remember now. I can't find it real quickly. But anyway, um, but you'll, you'll hear. It's a very jazzy song. I'm sure we'll play it. Now, listen, the other thing we got to get to as well. We got news a little bit earlier. Coolio has died, 59 years old. Undetermined cause of, of death as of right now, but died at 59. Of course, Gangster's Paradise, probably his most famous song. Then he did that He did that remake of Fantastic Voyage, right? He did that, you know, that, um, how'd that song start off? Oh, I don't know. It was like one, two, well, I, oh, man. May I have to play that song. The, the Fantastic we'll Voyage by uh, by Coolio. All right. So, anyway, but Gangster's Paradise, of course, is the most famous song that, that he did. Uh, what was the name of that movie? The movie with Michelle Pfeiffer that was the teacher that was that, that movie that's, that was in. See, I can't remember any of this stuff anymore. My brain's just going. I, I, I can see Michelle Pfeiffer playing the teacher in the leather jacket and all that stuff in the movie, but I can't remember what the movie was or that song was. So And, and asking you, I might as well ask, ask these 
placards here in front of me, and <laughs> I'll get about the same response out of all of them. They might give you a better answer. Yeah, exactly. I have a better, <laughs> I have a better chance with all of them. So, anyway, uh, headed to the top of the hour in the JR Sports Brief. Right now, believe it or not, we got extra inning baseball in both games. Mets were down 4-2 in the ninth. They tied it up. We're in extras there. Uh, Nationals and Braves. Braves came back, tied it up, made it 2-2. We're in extras here. And uh, I guess the Braves didn't do anything. They were they had a man on third here at the top of the uh, 10th, but I guess couldn't uh, get him home. So, uh, so Nationals, if the Nationals score a run, and look, they're trying to drop a bunt down, and the guy can't even drop a bunt. I mean, talk about a different era of baseball, man. It's, Did you see that stat where it was the like – The Braves don't have a sacrifice yeah. bunt for the year. Uh-uh. They, so, have, they have not had a sacrifice bunt this entire year. So I guess the one that Eddie put down, because he put down one early in the game, but it ended up he got an infield hit out of it. It was a base hit. So that doesn't count. Nope. It, a sacrifice would be he would have bunted and gotten out. Right. Runner would advance and he'd be out. That'd be a sacrifice on it. But, yeah, it's a different world of baseball, right? I mean, it's a home run strikeout league. It's it's not about making contact that's going to go somewhere other than – see, now he dro- that guy drops down a bunt. And that moves him to third, and actually he was safe on that play. So, Oof. you know, and listen, think about how often do you ever field a bunt? Like, I'm, I can't imagine that infield, very. like infield coaches, I can't imagine they work on fielding bunts because nobody does it. Is there anybody left in baseball who can bunt? Ichiro used to be able to bunt pretty well, but when I was growing up, the bunt was a huge part of baseball. The Brett Butlers and the Kenny Loftons and oh, all out. kinds of guys that that could bunt. So. Even if he's not out, you're going to have a man at third with, with one out. So, uh, sacrifice fly, I'll drive him in. So, this could be the game-winning run. So, we'll see what happens. We'll keep you up to date there. And then, of course, again, Miami and the Mets are in extra innings themselves. So, we'll see what uh, what goes on there as well. All right, let's do a quick uh, NFL squib kick. Take a look at the NFL with the squib kick with John Chuckery. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Well, the Chargers got bad news today. Edge rusher Joey Bosa, the other Bosa brother, he had to have uh, surgeries placed on IR today, suffered a groin tear in the uh, loss on Sunday where they got clobbered by the Jacksonville Jaguars. So they do anticipate that he will return this season. Now, remember, the Falcons play the Chargers later on this year. And I think if I looked at it right, I think that it's six weeks, six or seven weeks from now when they play the Chargers. So that could be very interesting as to whether or not he comes back and is available when they play the Falcons. My timeline may be off a little bit, but I think it's either six or seven weeks, depending on if they have their bye or not. Um, But, you know, look, He's obviously a tremendous player. Pair him up with Khalil Mack. Um, they also had to put um, Rashawn Slater, who's a terrific young left tackle. He he had to go on IR a, as well. So, again, both these guys are eligible to come back after four games. But you wonder, recovering from groin injury surgery and things like that, you don't expect him back. But it is interesting because the Falcons are about six, seven weeks away from Play them playing. week nine. Okay. That's so, before the bye. Okay. So... He won't be back for that. No. Because we're, we're in week four. He ain't going to be back in five weeks. And, no. You know, so, yeah. So, okay. All right. That's, you know, again, I know people were kind of, you know, Josh and Hugh Douglas this morning because him and Freaky Deaky, Freaky Leaky Deaky Weaky, you know, Freaky, they were talking about the idea of, because he was like, 
what do you think? What was your first thoughts about Miles Garrett? And they were talking about John Freaky. Yeah, him. John Freaky. Yeah, him. John Freaky. Yep, Freaky Deaky Leaky. So they were talking about the idea of look, Garrett in his car wreck made it more likely he won't play against the Falcons. Right now, I still think he's going to play. I mean, he's going to be back in the facility tomorrow. He'll start getting treatment and start getting worked on all that kind of stuff. But I mean, that's what you have to think, right? I mean, you hope that he's okay. But once you find out he's okay, then, okay, is he going to miss our game? Because Miles Garrett is one of those dudes. You know, we talk about those dudes. He's one of those dudes that's out there. Well, the younger Bosa brother, he's a terrific young player as well. Joey Bosa is a terrific young player. So, uh, and pairing up with Cleo Mack, that's, that was not going to be either, uh, easy either. Um, if Kansas City and Tampa Bay have to relocate, then it looks like Minneapolis is going to be the contingency plan. Um, League Executive Vice President Jeff Miller confirmed this today. As of right now, the game is scheduled to be played in Tampa. However, obviously they've evacuated the area because of Hurricane Ian. Um, The Vikings are in London, so they're not even in the United States. They're going to be in London to play the Saints. So they said there's no timetable on making a decision, but they said um, they will not do anything to negatively impact public safety efforts in the affected areas. He did say if the game is moved, it would be played Sunday night rather than a day or two later. So if they do move that game, that's going to be a Sunday night game as well. So I'm guessing they'll have multiple Sunday night games or what have you. So they had to move their, their practices and things like that, you know, already, but um, we'll see. You know, Buccaneers and Chiefs. Look, that's a huge game. Huh. I mean, that's the that's the marquee game, uh, and you know, that's that's worthy of a Sunday night game anyway. So, um, you know, obviously we've had these things move before. Hurricane Ida made the Saints have to move their game against Green Bay and things like that. But um, Andy Reid said we'll get ourselves ready for that when the league announces it. Then we'll go ahead and move forward in that direction. That could be in Tampa, could be in Minneapolis. But my heart goes out to the people in Tampa. I haven't quite followed and don't know how much it's hit or not going to be hit, but from what I've heard, it sounds like it could be quite the deal. So we'll see. So that game may end up in Minneapolis when all is said and done. Okay, when we come back, in case you didn't know, Grady's still really good. We'll talk about that next. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios. Sports right after the game, Odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. See, this is the original. Now listen to this for a second here. Brown Liquor Music Hour rolling right along. Head to the top there and JR Sports Brief. Dun, 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 dun. When the night has come. And the land is dark, and the moon is the only It's Benny King's birthday, so we'll we're, we're letting Dylan hear the real kind of version. And no, I that won't kind of twerked up version he was singing. Oh, I, really. I <laughs> won't um, be 4047410929. That's the Solomon Brothers down the text line. Odyssey upside catch on the go. Social media at night on the game. At James says 316 so underscore Dylan Matthews. Hey, uh, you can listen to Thursday Night Football right here on 92.9 The Game. We're going to have that coming up tomorrow. Coverage begins with pregame at 7.30, and 8.30 is kickoff from Westwood 1 right here on 92.9 The Game. Two in the Dolphins tangle Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Well, the Braves lose it in extra innings. They lose it 3-2 to two tonight. Um, that game-winning hit, I mean, that guy hit that thing off his shoe tops. So, uh <laughs> How about this in the final game? And at least they got a day off tomorrow because the Braves used one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pitchers against the Nationals tonight. They used seven pitchers. You can do that when you got a day off coming up tomorrow. See, this is why you also didn't want to play the Mets tomorrow. Like, this is ridiculous that the Mets were going to try to play early today so they could play tomorrow or whatever like that. Take the day off and let – do we have our song? You know, because the Mets wanted to – said, oh, we'll play early and we can just play tomorrow – even though the Braves have played now 13 straight days. So this is what we say to the Mets and their fans. F the Mets. F the Mets. Step right up and F the Mets. F the Mets. F the Mets. Step right up and F the Mets. So Braves lose 3-2. Marlins and Mets are now into extra innings. They just got through the bottom of the night. Now they're headed to... Extra innings. Mets have used, uh, what? They've used five pitchers. Marlins are six pitchers into this game. So we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, it was not a um, not a great night. The Braves offense really couldn't get anything going against the, uh, the Nationals. Oda Rizzi wasn't terrible, but he only got you three and two-thirds with four hits, two runs. One of them was earned. Uh, Rosario's error allowed the other run. And uh, he threw 68 pitches. So, again, he wasn't god-awful like he was last time, but three and two-thirds and 68 pitches. He really didn't do a whole lot. And I think Snickers said, you know what, rather than get three or four more runs tacked on here, 
let's keep this thing close and let's see if we can, you know, win this thing. So um, Stevens will take the loss. Um, and, uh, you know, now you get a day off and now you come home and the series of the year, right? The the series that's going to decide it all. Because I don't think I don't think the final series of the year is going to decide things. So the Mets, remember, they have the tiebreaker in this. So if somehow the two teams tie, the Mets have the tiebreaker. And I guess that's what, head-to-head? I guess, I mean, the Braves are going to pretty much have to sweep to to win out the tiebreaker. And look, um, you go into it and you try to win one game at a time. You know, we'll worry about sweeping after we win the first two. Then we can talk about, um, <clears throat> you know, we'll talk about going from there. So Braves may not lose any ground if the Marlins can find a way to go ahead and win this uh, thing. But again, they're 4-4 in the uh, top of the 10th inning. And I believe that game is in... Uh, New York. Yes, they are. They are in New York playing that. So the Mets will the Mets will have the final at bat. Um, you know, they'll get to the bottom of the inning and they'll get there at bat. But uh, right now it's uh, top of the 10th. Mets and Marlins are for do we have our song? Do we have our song. Let, let's play our song one last time here because we, we hate the Mets. We hate the Mets. They suck. F the, the Mets. F the Mets. Step right up and F the Mets. We hate the Mets. Let, let's all sing together. The hell with it. It's 1025 on Wednesday. I'm tired. Ready? One, two, three. F, F the, the Mets. Mets. F the Mets. Step right up and F, F the Mets. Mets. See? That's how we do it. Group sing along here. Anyway. I hate um, the Mets. Yeah, I hate them. Bunch of dirt bags. I hate them. Anyway. So we'll see what happens uh, if the Braves lose a, end up losing uh, lose a game tonight, or if they stay put and uh, stay tied for the division uh, lead out there. So who's that goofy guy in New York that c- proclaimed the Mets won the division that it was over? Oh yeah, I, I forget his name. So, He's up there at WFAN or something like that up there yeah, in New York. Yeah, yeah. He does their pregame or something like that, and I don't remember what the guy's name was, but he proclaimed that. What was it? I think it was like Memorial Day. When, when the Mets were up 10 games or what have you, that he proclaimed that the division is over or whatever like that. So, again, um, I guess he's, he's probably still around. So, he's at WFAN, so he's at the big powerhouse. So, I guess we better be careful. I guess we better be careful picking on him or anything like that, right? Because he's technically our coworker and all that. And I got in trouble the last time I did all that. So, I guess I better watch, uh, watch what I say about, you know, coworkers, convicted felons, whatever out there. All right, speaking of uh, guys getting it done, Grady Jarrett. The NL East standings, you don't need me to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. The NL East is over. Who was that? Sal Licata. Okay, so Sal, I better be careful saying anything because I think he works for WFAN, you know, and their program director up there wanted to fire me and all this kind of stuff, so, you know. What? Did he really? Yeah. Wow. Talk about um, petty. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was the guy's name? Chernoff or something like that? I think Mark Chernoff. Oh, What's the guy's know. name, I think? Was it was the guy's name Mark Chernoff up there? Yeah. Because I I dared to critique the idea of them hiring convicted felon Craig Carton right back on their staff. Oh, I mean, dare you for critiquing the mm-hmm. hiring of a convicted felon. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's that's not a that's not a misstatement. He is a convicted felon. Craig Carton is a convicted felon. He committed a federal crime. He served. He went to prison for it. So anyway, oh boy. Um. So 
Grady Jarrett, back to all that. Back to happier times. I'm sure I get in trouble for all this, but that's all right. You know, I'm used to, at this point, I'm used to being in trouble with uh, everything. So, anyway, here's the numbers where Grady Jarrett is projected to as of right now. 62 tackles, 23 tackles for loss, and 14 sacks. Now, look, I understand that this is what he's pacing out to. I understand we got a long way to go and all that stuff, okay? I get all of that. But Grady's having an outstanding season and an outstanding start. And isn't it amazing when you look at both lines of scrimmage for the Falcons? When you take away all these, when you take away Jalen Mayfield or Matt Hennessy or Stephen Means or Dante Fowler, Tyler Davison, Marlon, De- when you take away all these vagabonds that were on the lines of scrimmage and start to actually bring in some competent people. And look, we used to joke about you could plug anybody into those lines of scrimmage and you'd get better results. You could plug anybody in to play for Jalen Mayfield and you'd get better results. Hence, Elijah Wilkinson and Colby Gossett. And you get better results for it. Same thing on the defensive line. And because you have... Not just your outside guys, but Taquan Graham and those interior guys. I think Abdullah's played well as well. Because you have those guys stepping up, it's allowed Grady to be free. And he's off to a monster start. Now, the 14 sacks, that will be fun to watch what that number ends up. Because if you want to talk about things that are in rarefied air uh, or talk about things that are almost virtually extinct, right? Is the dodo bird extinct? Is it extinct completely? It is. Okay. What what's almost extinct but not quite there? Like is the bald eagle uh, a th- near extinct animal? I don't think it's near extinct. It's I think it's definitely endangered. I don't okay. think it's near extinct. So take whatever animal is close to being extinct. That's what interior defensive linemen who grab double digit sacks are. Because there are very few, very thin amounts of those kinds of guys left in football. Mountain gorillas are near extinct. All right. So the same way that mountain gorillas are going are double-digit sack interior defensive linemen. Those are endangered species. You don't find many of those guys. And I know everybody talks about Aaron Donald, but he's the exception to everything, right? You know – his worst season in the last six years is 11 sacks. That's his worst season, is 11 sacks in the last six years. So if you have a guy that blows plays up in the backfield, knock, you know, tackles for loss on run and thing like that, and you get double-digit sacks, that's all pro kind of level. That's more than just pro bowl. That's all pro level type. And Grady's off to a fantastic start. And it's a testament to how well – a lot of the guys around Grady have played. Because if you go back to that Detroit game last year, remember he was mic'd up, and you can see the video in different places, but Grady talked about in that game, he's like, because they were triple-teaming him. They were double They were triple-teaming Grady in that game. And he was saying to the offensive lineman, how many more guys are you going to throw at me? Well, you know why you triple-team Grady Jarrett? Because you got Tyler Davison, Marlon Davidson, um, Dante Fowler, Stephen Means, 
Because you got all those vagabonds that are roaming around the defensive line that can't do anything. And so why not put all my capital into Grady Jarrett? Why not keep the one guy that can tear things up and keep him from beat? Look, if you're going to get beat, get beat by Stephen Means or Dante Fowler. Don't get beat by Grady Jarrett, right? So, you know, again, I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know what, you know, it's going to end up. But he's on pace for a second most tackles. He's on pace to literally double his most sacks. Obviously, already has two and a half sacks on the season. And he's on pace to almost double his tackles for loss, his best number ever for tackles for loss. Damn, y'all ain't got a button about Oh, we got it? Okay. Play it. You got it? How long is it? Play it for a second. Play it. <laughs> Damn, y'all ain't got a button about Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me tell you why they're not going to block anybody else, Grady. Because it's Dante Fowler and Stephen Means and Marlon Davidson and Tyler Davison and all those vagabonds. Damn, y'all ain't got a button about you? Yeah. Y'all did me dirty. Yeah, they got three guys that were blocking them in that game. What? That should be, I mean, look, that should be impossible in the NFL but you know why you do it? Because of all those other guys that could not do anything for him. So, thankfully, you know, as as we joked about, you could plug anybody in and get better results. Well, Taquan Graham is playing well. Abdul is playing well. Carter, Ebikati, Ogundeji, all those guys are playing well, and they're helping out, and they're contributing. That play at the end of the game for Grady, where he blew that play up and got the sack and everything like that, that was a huge play. That that was a game-changing caliber play and ended up leading to the interception with um, uh, Richie Grant at the end of that game. So he's off to a fantastic start. I hope he keeps his pace up. I'd love to have an interior defensive lineman with double-digit sacks. I would love to have that. Glad to see Grady's having this big bounce-back season. Glad to see that he's getting things cranked up. And more importantly is, Thank God that there are some guys around Grady who can actually help him out and maybe keep him from this keep keep him from this happening. Play it, Dylan. You got it? No, you don't got oh, it. No, it's, it's, it's uh, gone now. I moved on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Timing's everything in life. Oh boy. Anyway, all right. More to come when we get back. Sports right now to the game. Odyssey.com app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Attention, adoring fans. Back to more John Chuckery. Hey, folks, how you doing? Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back at it, John Chuckery Show. Hey, studios, head to the top of the hour, and we'll go to enjoy our sports brief after that. Uh, 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Brennaker Music Hour rolls right along. Odyssey app site catches on the go. Social media at 929 The Game at JMCH316 at underscore Dylan Matthews. Well, it looks like, let's see here, because I believe the Mets won. Hey, but, 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 but. Yep, they did in uh, 10 innings. The Mets uh, win. Of course, Braves lost an extra innings, 3-2 to two, to the Nationals on a ball that that guy hit like off the shoe tops or what have you. But the um, the Mets uh, do win it in extras five to four. What was the? Let's see what the final. Uh, I look through the uh, stuff here real quick. Um, man on second. There was a line out, an intentional walk. So he had first and second. Escobar singled. Lindor scored from second, and there you go. So. Mets win, so they're a game up now on the uh, Atlanta Braves as uh, both teams have a day off, travel, and then they'll be here Friday night, which by all accounts, the weather should be fine. Like everything I've seen says that um, um, everything is going to be fine on Friday. Uh, There's talk about whether or not, you know, if it gets kind of dicey through, whether or not they would push one of the games back until the 6th of October. Or if they would play a doubleheader like on Sunday if they had to. I'm not crazy about playing a doubleheader right now. I don't I don't think in trying to decide the division. Because let's face it, this is probably going to decide the division. Now, the funny part will be, you know, the Braves just finished up with the Nationals. Mets just finished up with the Marlins. They're going to switch with one another for the last series of the year. Why Major League Baseball wouldn't have had the foresight to schedule Mets and Braves at the end? I mean, with all due respect. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that the Marlins are the dregs of the universe and the Nationals were going to be the dregs of the universe. Like, nobody picked either of those teams to be any good, right? So why wouldn't you have thought about, hey, let's have Mets and Braves? Could you imagine Mets-Braves as the last series of the year? All three of those games would be like on Fox primetime. You know, they'd all be primetime games. But instead, the Mets play the friggin' Nationals and the Braves play the despicable, disgraceful Marlins. Talk about two series that just sucks to have at the end. Hell, I'd have been okay if you'd have said that the Mets or Braves would have played the Phillies. You know what I mean? But they take what everybody knew would be two of the better teams in that division and put the two scuzzbucket teams against them to end the year. The two dirtbag, lowlife. Do we have a Mets song? Because now I, it's the Mets, it's the Marlins, and the Nationals. I hate them all. Let's sing. F, F the Mets, Mets, F the Mets, step right up and F the Mets. Marlins and Nationals. Screw all those teams. Baseball should have had a little bit better foresight, too. I hate the Mets. Yeah, I hate them. They're scuzz buckets. Dirt bags, low lives. Put them all in the same bucket, and there you go. So, anyway, um, look, Sunday's going to be a lot of fun. First off, let's start with the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. Myself, Hugh Douglas, will be down at the Smooth Lot 
right there on Northside Drive. We're literally on Northside Drive, right next to the Wade Fort tailgate, and literally right across from the entranceway to the Home Depot backyard. So come out there. We're going to be out there from 9 to 11. And then, of course, 11 to 1, we'll have Chris Goforth and my buddy Harper LaBelle. They'll have the pregame show, and then Wes and Dave will have the call from Mercedes-Benz Stadium as Braves or Braves as Browns and Falcons get going. You're going to bring us back some food? Not, not you. Back to the studio? No, no, not you. Why not me? No, not you. I'll tell you what, you're going to work on Monday? No. Okay. You're not working on Monday. Okay. You're going to work on Tuesday? No. Okay. <laughs> I'll have food here on Tuesday. How about that? I'm going to miss out. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, it's really good, though. Like, their tailgate food is really – like, so they 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 get a cater and they bring some of the, the sides and all that kind of stuff because they have the mac and cheese – Last time, uh, first home game of the year, they had shrimp and grits. Wow. And all that. Okay. Yeah. So the first tailgate, first tailgate, they had hot dogs, hamburgers, sausage, mm. um, peppers and onions. Ooh. They okay. had shrimp and grits, homemade mac and cheese. Um, wow. They had one, they had wings. Uh, they made up wings and and not like yo. The, they have a lot of food and, and not like the little like the little like the whole like wing. Oh, the whole yes, thing. Yes, like the whole thing. Like, oh, he, wow. He, he cooks those. He deep fries those bad boys and sauces them up. Wow. And then, then I didn't stay. Well, they had chicken tenders, um, but I didn't stay. But he was about to, he was about ready to uh, drop some fish in the oil and cook up some fried fish as well. Yo, it's a lot of food. It is. And they got drinks and all kind of. Got a bar there and all kind of stuff. A bar too? Yes. Oh, yes. my goodness. Yes. So Everybody yeah. needs to be at that tailgate. Oh, he, he's got a great setup, I will tell you. I mean, Steve's the best. Steve Ewing is the guy who runs – Wade Ford, he's the best. Like, Steve's the best. He's a big fan, obviously a great partner with us uh, here at the station. Um, we have a lot of fun with Steve. We talk to him every week at the, at the you know, whether it's live at the tailgate or he calls us on the phone, but uh, we love Steve. I mean, he's been a great partner, and, yeah, they got a really good setup there. And sometimes, like, sometimes that chef they got, he does some fried chicken or he does some fried fish, might do some hush puppies, whatever, man. It's all really good, though. Oh, they had French fries there. Guy was dropping some Man. fries down in. Oh, yeah. It's it's really good. Like, we enjoy it. Like, I promise you, Hugh and I load up when, uh, oh, I bet. when we get done. As soon as we're, as soon as we're off air. You can load up an extra plate, too, for your for your producer. I did for my daughter. Yeah, I did for my daughter. <laughs> what about yeah. your producer? Yeah, because I see her. I, I barely see my daughter, and I still see her more than I see you. Well, I would hope you see your daughter more than you see me. Yeah, but I think about, but think about during the week. I don't see my daughter during the week. I'll see her That's on true. Friday, but I don't see her during the week normally. You you before football season started, me you you saw me more than you would see your daughter before I, football I season. See, I I see Jarvis more than I see you. That's true. <laughs> I see Jarvis more than I see you. You see Jarvis every day. Yes. Uh by the way, too, it won't be long. We'll have another announcement about something else I'm getting mixed up in. So hopefully we'll have that maybe maybe the next couple, week or two here. You're about to take over the title of hardest working man in show business, aren't you? Well, um, look, it's uh, it, it's more about the the guy who needs to make more money, uh, <laughs> you know, is what it really is. So um, so hopefully we'll have something that that'll be coming here soon that we can talk about. Um, but uh, that was, by the way, I will say that was a fun event. Last night that we went to, Dylan was there. It was. We were at establishment. I, it's been a long time since we had a Christmas party there, didn't we? Like, uh, it must have been before I, me. I want to say it was probably four or five years ago that we had a Christmas party there. Yeah, I, I think it was before because they redid that place, right? They, 
I think they redid all that place. That was, to be completely honest with you, that was my first time ever in establishment. I've passed it before. I've never been inside. I, yeah, I was there one other time, and I think it was for a Christmas party a whole bunch of years ago that I can I, – I don't really remember because I don't remember staying there real, real long. But establishment's really nice. We had great food. Yeah. You know, I got the chance. Here, here's the best part. You know, they – so we, we got – I got to meet Nate McMillan. I was talking to Nate McMillan. We were talking about the trip and all that coming up to Abu Dhabi and all that kind of stuff. You know, Landry Fields was there, so it was a chance for us to kind of meet and greet, right? Right. And and some of the other big wigs were there from the Hawks and stuff like that. But it was kind of funny because they made the announcement. They were like, you know, make sure that all these conversations are, you know, they're off the record. Right. You know, let's not repeat it, right? And, and you heard that, right? Uh-huh. Yep, I heard that. So I, I said, all right, cool. If this is what we're doing. So I went and grabbed – you know, Dukes and Bell's guy, but I've talked to him a million times. Steve, Steve Coonan. Yeah. Yeah. And I was talking to Steve for a while. And I had a whole bunch of questions that I wanted to ask him. So him and I had an off-the-record conversation. Because you know, and this is not, this is public. He, he's a, he's even said this on Dukes and Bell. You know he's on the board of directors for WWE. Oh, yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. he's on the board of directors there. Yeah. And then he obviously ran... TNT, you yep. know the, the the TV net channel TNT. Uh-huh. Okay, what he was you, a part of that. Uh, the the halftime. I think it might was it a little bit before Ernie and Kenny and all them got there, but didn't he have a hand in that or something too? Probably. Oh, I don't know. But what used to be on Monday nights on TNT in the old days? Wasn't that uh, Raw? Was it Raw or SmackDown? Oh, it was it either of those things. I just took a guess. WCW Monday Nitro. Oh um, no, I would have never guessed that. Yeah, exactly. So he was the he was the head of the network when they had Nitro. So I had questions for him, and he was kind enough to talk to me and answer. And you know, we had a good conversation, stuff like that. So um, it's funny how many like off the record wrestling conversations I have with these people. Like I'm not, I could care. Like with all due respect, not that I don't care about the Hawks, but I could care less about asking off the record stuff or all this, that, and the other. I'm more interested in wrestling. Like when I when I got a chance to talk to the guy who runs Mercedes Benz Stadium, like he's in charge of running Mercedes Benz, you know, being the guy who heads up all the booking and all that kind of stuff. Him and I had an off the record talk, which it wasn't really off the record, but you know, he talked to me off the record about why we won't get WrestleMania here in Atlanta. So, you know, those are the, that's the kinds of things that I'm more interested in than you know, the Hawks or this or that, like, who cares? I, I want to talk about Nitro. I want to talk about, we talked about Eric Bischoff. I want to talk about, I want to talk about different things like that. I want to talk about WWE. Let's talk about WrestleMania. Like, let's get into those conversations, right? Forget Hawks or Falcons or whatever like that. I want to talk to these guys about the important stuff. You got your priorities straight, John Chuck. Absolutely. Green. Absolutely. All right. We'll wrap things up with a love TKO up next. Chuck Green, the Key Studio. Sports right now the game Odyssey.com. Yeah, scary thought, huh, Dylan? Wrapping things up on the John Chuckery Show with the Love TKO. You can tell them what I just told you. John Chuckery, ladies and gentlemen, is becoming a Swifty. He's be. becoming a I'm, hardcore I'm en- Taylor Swift fan. I'm enjoying these last two albums. Before we get out of here, though, let me have you listen to what is the greatest opening lyric in all of music history. Yeah, my daughter's got me listening to these last two albums that Taylor Swift, because she's got a new album coming out next month. It's, you know it's 
Like, it's going to sell gazillions of copies. It's going to be crazy yeah. how much it sells. But I was reading, you know, these two albums that she had come out during the pandemic in 2020, she released two albums, like, almost like back-to-back, like within a few months of each other or something like that. And they were really well-received, Folklore and Evermore. And I'm really enjoying them. Like, I've listened to them both, and I've the songs are terrific uh, on there. But it really is a complete departure from what she had done you know, whether it's country or more pop music and stuff like that. This is very kind of folksy, laid back, and she's got all kinds of different people that work with her on it and stuff like that, but really good stuff. So uh, I'd say, but maybe I'm becoming a, a Swifty and all that. And, you know, she turned down the Super Bowl because she's got to go re-record all of her albums because she's got to get, you know, the masters. It's not bad, them. you know. Not, uh, uh, it's not Riri is not a bad backup. Rihanna's not oh, a bad backup. Rihanna's awesome. Yeah, I think, that was a good uh, listen, pull. We we had our we our top ten last night was top ten musical artists you'd like to see at halftime, and we and Dayday and I both had and he said this won't happen they won't get back together we had Outkast and Friends as our oh that would be amazing but he says they won't get back together mm, yeah maybe not because you know the Super Bowl halftime show you don't make money on that like that's not oh a, no that's not a big payday like you nah. you I think you have to kind of funnel all that kind of stuff because everybody wants to do it so you have to funnel all of that but. Because he, you know, he had like he had Billy Joel on his list because I didn't realize Billy Joel had never done the halftime show, but he'd never done. We, we both said Elton John would be one of the guys, but I wanted like a pop one. Like, uh-huh. like I want like Ava Max, Olivia Rodrigo, Jack Harlow, people like that. Let me have like a pop star kind of one. I want Drake and Future to be that would. That, well, that's, can I okay, can I tell so, you that would be one of the single most greatest halftime shows ever? Drake he, and Future. He had Dree Rizzy on there and. He and and he kind of said the same thing about Drake and Friends, because that's what I figured. I figured it'd be Future, it'd be Drake. I mean, I don't know who else, um, but um, that was one of the ones that he had. I said Garth Brooks too. I'd like to see Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks um, would be good. I like Garth you know, Brooks. Do that. I mean, there's very there's very few kind of country artists that I would have do that. But Taylor Swift would have been a good halftime show. Oh, but for sure. Rihanna's going to be awesome. Yeah, she's. Gonna I, kill I it. hope I hope she brings out some people with her too. Like, I think that's what makes it fun is when they bring out other artists right. and stuff like that. So, All right, NFL football coming up tomorrow. I will be with Steak Shapiro Friday morning. So the Steakhouse will have Chuckry sitting in for Sandra. And then, believe it or not, I got to fill in for Steak. So it'll be me and Sandra the following Friday. So, Look at you making uh, I know. cameos they on need, the Steakhouse. They need, they need help. So 9 Big to 11 time. on Friday. We'll see you then. For Dylan, it's Chuckry. We'll see you. Bye. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.